And just like that, the Lakers' regular season comes to a close. On a high note, they beat the Utah Jazz 128-117 in their last regular season game, finishing officially 7th in the Western Conference. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand Podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, what a season. Uh, After starting 2 for 10 The Lakers really turned things around, actually have the best record in the NBA since the All-Star break at 16-7. and You've really got to be proud of the Purple and Gold for the the fight that they showed this year. Yeah, Hannah, this season could have gone south. The Lakers could have given up many, many times during the season. They had a lot of heartbreaking losses, you know, very close defeats, games they could have won and games they should have won. And yet they kept going. Somehow Darvin Ham, who may have some flaws as a coach, some people think he does, but certainly he kept this team together during the really, really dark days. And uh, at the trade deadline, and, uh, Rob Palenka you know, pulled off something of a miracle. He got some pieces that really seemed to fit with this team, and the Lakers have been on a roll ever since. And they should be very proud, you know, Hannah, after the season they just endured – to finish seventh is quite an accomplishment. It's a little bittersweet because with a little break here or there, they could have been fifth or sixth, uh, including if they had beaten the Clippers the other night. But be that as it may, finishing in seven is great. They're going to host a play-in game against Minnesota. We'll talk about that. And uh, tonight should be a night to celebrate. Yes, absolutely. You know, you mentioned how the Lakers could very easily have been fifth or sixth. Honestly, they could have been even a, a top three seed if we would have had this team uh, to start the season. Obviously, the team that we have now after making the trades at the, the All-Star break. But, Dad, one of the main reasons that we made this incredible run and really turned things around was because of LeBron James. Uh LeBron James today, this win we got today against the Jazz, it, it was an all-LeBron performance. 36 points, uh, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, as well as a steal and a block. He's just been absolutely incredible for the Lakers this season, Dad. I mean, the fact that he is playing at such a high level at the age he is, it's, just, it's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it, and we definitely owe him a lot of gratitude. Yeah, Hannah, uh, LeBron had eight three-pointers today, uh, which, of course, for him has been a struggle this year from the three-point line, but he was great today. And, yeah, what what a season for LeBron James, a season that saw him become the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. And then after that, you know, he struggled with injuries, and, and really it's been an up-and-down season physically for LeBron, but when he's been on the court, he's been really, really good. And uh, and certainly today was a very strong game. I mean, he won the game for the Lakers today. He he just was not going to lose this game. Absolutely. And, you know, this thing about this Lakers team is, like I mentioned, you know, obviously we got off to that, that terrible 2-10 start. But after making the trades that we did at the trade deadline, the Lakers have actually the best record in the league at 16-7. and seven, And it just makes me... Dad, very excited for the playoffs. Obviously, we're seventh. We got to get through the play-in. We're going to be taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. We'll kind of touch on that in a second. But this is a team that is so deep, so talented. So many guys can really contribute at any given time. And I think, personally, they really are the team to beat. If we can really just stay healthy, LeBron and AD can stay healthy. All of our role players can contribute at the level that they have been, you know, since coming to the Lakers. I think that we could actually make a really, really deep run in the playoffs. But what do you think? Well, Hannah, uh, you know... (laughs) 
The first thing is the Lakers have not looked that good the last three games or so. They have won uh, for the most part. Uh, you know, they beat Phoenix's second team. They beat Utah's second team twice. Uh, but these were, you know, reserves that we were playing against, and it was a struggle in all those games. The Lakers look very, very tired to me right now, to be honest with you. They all do. I don't know if it's mentally tired, physically tired, or both. So I'm hoping that they can, you know, somehow summon the energy and and have a second wind, you know, with the play-in starting, because we're going to have to play a lot better in the play-in than we've played the last few games. But, you know, I'm just going to try to be optimistic. If we can win this first play-in game on Tuesday... We'll have, I think, at least a four-game break before we start the playoffs, maybe even five games. I know they're saying, God, if we could have been in the playoffs, we would have had like a whole week. But we can still get several days off if we can win this first play-in game. It's not going to be easy. So let's talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves. They had quite a day today themselves. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it was a crazy game. Uh, Dad, Rudy Gobert getting in a, a fight with his own teammate, actually swinging it and punching him. Uh, then, of course, uh, another one of their players gets so frustrated by that that when he goes to the locker room, he then punches the wall, breaks his hand. Uh, the Timberwolves are definitely uh, having some some bad luck, but it is good luck if you are a, a Laker fan. Well, you know, again, Hannah, this is the kind of thing. I don't want the Lakers to be overconfident because the Minnesota did come back. They were losing to New Orleans today. That was a t- titanic battle between those two teams. Whoever won that was going to finish in the eighth position, and the other one is going to be in the ninth position. It was a titanic battle, and New Orleans was ahead most of the game. But somehow, easing with the craziness, with Gobert, you know, getting tossed out of the game by his own team and being sent home, and their best defensive player then breaking his hand at halftime. They still came back and won that game. They still have Carl Anthony Towns. They still have Anthony Edwards. You know, they've got Mike Connolly, a very wily point guard. You know, we beat them recently in Minnesota, and that was a good game for the Lakers. That was a very good game for the Lakers. But this is a tough team. We're going to have to bring our A game, Hannah. We can't sleepwalk through the game like we've done the last three or four outings. No, and I think it's very important that we just take care of business on Tuesday so that the Lakers can get as much rest as possible. Because obviously, like you said, and, you know, Darvin Ham even said in his postgame interview the other night that this Lakers team is tired. You know, they've obviously had to really, really fight tooth and nail to get in to the playoffs and to be in the position that they're in. I think they are mentally, physically, emotionally uh, exhausted. But at the end of the day, the real fun's just getting started. So it would be very, very upsetting if the Lakers did all that work to be in this position and then it was all for nothing. And we end up, you know, not having a very early playoff exit. So I think the Lakers know what's at stake here on Tuesday. I think they really want the rest. And I think they're going to, at least I hope so, come out guns blazing, take care of business, get as much rest to uh, recuperate, and then get ready for uh, the big time. Yeah, it, it's been an alarming trend lately that they the Lakers played, like for today, they, they set off very well, very solid to start the game. They built, a I think, a 12-15 game uh, point lead. But uh, Utah came back on them, and that's what's been happening the last few games. The Lakers look like they're getting a, a hold of the game. They look like they're going to take off. But, you know, they build a 10, 12-point lead, and then it goes away right away. So all I'm saying is I think the Lakers are tired in their defense. Austin Reeves looks tired. Um, I, I think all the guys, frankly, all the guys look tired. 
Uh, but they're going to have to summon the energy for Tuesday night. They're going to have to play better. And I think they will, Hannah. I think they understand what's on the line. But then again, you know, there was a lot on the line today, and they were pretty listless other than LeBron. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? Uh, the other couple games, Laker role players were really the reason that we won those games. And that's why it's so great that, like I said, we have such a deep team. Uh, followed and surrounded by two superstars in Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And then, of course, D'Angelo Russell, who I don't know if you would consider a superstar, but he's definitely a, a very high-talented uh, player, very kind of the level, I would say, one step down below from a superstar. So this Lakers team has all the pieces, but they've got to come out and they've got to collectively play hard for 48 minutes and they've got to take care of business. But if they are able to do that, Dad, I just truly believe this is a very special team that we could honestly beat any team in the league if we are playing our best basketball. Well, I think the potential is there, Hannah. I I need to see what happens on Tuesday night. If they go out and they beat Minnesota and then they get a few days off to rest, then they play Memphis. Memphis is without a couple of their best players who are out for the season. So, uh, you know, we got a a pretty good shot, even though Memphis is going to have the home court advantage. We got a pretty good shot. And, you know, if we can somehow beat Memphis, then we're right in the mix of things. I don't know if I would say the Lakers are the favorite. That's pushing it a little bit. There's some really, really good teams out there uh, that are sort of gelling. it's, It's kind of ironic. I mean, the Clippers barely beat Phoenix's second unit today. Just like we struggled with Phoenix's second unit, the Clippers barely. And by doing that, they ended up in the fifth seed. And their reward for being in the fifth seed is they get to play Phoenix in the first round. So I think the Clippers are in probably a lot of trouble. That's the last place, last team they wanted to play in the first round. Yeah, no, exactly. So listen, I think that is going to be it for today. I think we will do another episode, another podcast, maybe tomorrow, kind of breaking down, obviously, the Lakers versus Timberwolves matchup in a little bit more detail. But it's going to be it for today. But I want to hear from you guys, like your fam. Are you excited that we're playing the Minnesota Timberwolves? Or would you have rather us play the New Orleans Pelicans? Let me know. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Keelick. And, of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Keelick. Till next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.